Hey Fadies, it's DM Brad here, and I want to say a big thank you panky for listening to The Fate of Ice in Chapter 3, Episode 15. Did I just say thank you panky? You bet I did. And thanks for reviewing us on Apple Podcasts as well. We've had a few five-star reviews come in over the last couple of weeks, and that's like good feel city. Keep doing that. Super duper shout out to our awesome donors over on Patreon. That's Alex White Robinson, Person Who Wants to Stay Anonymous, Robert Baldino, Irene Cucci, Laura Christine Goodwin, James Blyser, Sajay Hodgkins, Laura Douglas, Mel Ziegler, Roger Afamata, Sam Malcolm, Kydron Faust, Lauren Flake, and Kai Dearlove. Thank you so much, all of you. Your support makes this show possible. A quick announcement from me. Pretty soon we are going to be doing a giveaway. That's right. It's swagadocious booty time. And by that, I mean like pirate booty, not Beyonce booty. Is Beyonce still current? Is that still like a thing? People, you know, what? I haven't listened to music since like 2003. So, you know, keep rolling, 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 everybody. Anyway, details of the giveaway will be coming in the next episode, but it'll involve getting in touch with us via our socials uh, at Fate of Ison on all the main ones, uh, or email fateofison at gmail.com to answer an Ison trivia question. It won't be anything ultra tricky, but if you want to go on the draw to win some Fate of Ison and Jeff and Simon swag, keep your ears open and start doing your homework. Here's a hint. It has something to do with the Empress. Okay, now it's recap time. Last time, Banfor and Marley argued a bunch about what to do about the Killing Grounds. That's pretty much the episode, just arguing for like an hour. They eventually decided to disguise themselves, Marley as a noblewoman from Cyrus, and Banfor as a seven foot tall tiefling, and just walk right in the front door. Oh, and they also instigated the death of Spritey McSteamface, uh, which had, um, unexpected results. I remember that. That's a reference that I actually get for once. Yeah, nicely done. Sealdor! Yeah, right now, Sealdor. I'm so fucking mad about that still. It's not my fault. I'm not as much of a nerd as you are. Brad, it is shocking to me that you can say that and it be factually accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so anyway, this is the Fate of Ison. I am uh, Brad Lickus. Bradlicus, that's not a good name. <laughs> I don't know, I was, I was going with this like, oh, ancient Greek gladiator sort thing. Bradlicus. Bradlicus. I put an L in there and it just made it yucky. And I am here with two people who can introduce themselves because I will screw it up. Hello. My name is Oliver, and I play Dan for what? What, what? <laughs> I uh. do not agree with the statement recently released by uh, Jules. Uh, Ari, uh, what, what? <laughs> recently released. Like it's an official position. Yep. What, what? Uh, by the way, missionary is the official position of uh, the Fate of Bison. That is incorrect, my friend. I do not agree with that statement. What's our official position? Brad Lickers. <laughs> yes. It, it closely resembles a 69, my friend. That is that is the official position. You know what would be awesome? If this was, like, that episode number, like, just by coincidence. <laughs> it might be. I don't know. Uh, hey, Brad. It, 
Fred, what are you drinking? Uh, nothing. <laughs> this is chapter three, episode 15 of our show. Uh, and last time, you guys uh, argued a lot. And that's the whole synopsis. Yes, um, there, was a, there was a lot of discussion about that in Discord, right? Like, that was, that was interesting. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, you both wanted the same thing you just kind of wanted to go at it from different angles um oliver 69 96 what's up back to back it's like a get job some, and tail but you both try and you try and get there get some butt to the back of the head action yeah you both what? masturbate with your head in each other's butt you heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first, folks. It's going to be a new Pornhub category. It's a fact. <laughs> I can't breathe! Jenna That's James what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> that is exactly what they would say if you were masturbating squished into somebody else's butt. It <laughs> would be, ow, I can't breathe. So uh, we're a proud member of the Necropodicon Network. Thanks for having us, <laughs> Necropodicon. Um... Yeah, so, oh, I didn't introduce uh, myself. Hi, I'm Jules, and I play Marley Craft. Uh, she's a half-elf uh, bard yes. ranger with a wolf pet named Hodge, um, and she's pretty awesome, actually. <laughs> Fair. Okay, so, yeah, so last time you guys, you guys argued, uh, the main topic of discussion was how do you um, achieve your goal of um, dealing with the killing grounds and or... Um, taking over the city of Stonemore and or swaying the queen and the people of Stonemore to the cause of the resistance. Mm-hmm. Um, and you sort of umdenard about whether or not all of these three things could be done in the same event, all done at the same time, um, and how to do it. And I think you finally settled upon um, disguising yourselves, Banfor, as a seven-foot tiefling. Yeah. Um, Bad fucking ass. Hell yeah, it is. Uh, um, and then Cannon, I would like him to look exactly like the devil uh, from uh, Tenacious D's tribute. Oh, that's amazing! What in, that's what I had in mind. Delicious. That's Dave Grohl, isn't it? Oh, is that Dave Grohl? He looks yeah, cool. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's Dave Grohl with like height, like platform with boots platform boots on. <laughs> platform hoops. Platform boots. Yeah. Um, yeah. Please so tell me we did not just yeah. mock Dave Grohl. <laughs> no, we didn't mock him. Um, okay. We, yeah, we, you guys settled on the fact you would do that. You would disguise yourselves and just walk in the front door. Uh, Marley would take um, her young friend from the bar, the Necro slash Potacon, uh-huh. um, to share the noble box with her for she has two. <laughs> Which is and what she calls her. I hate slash love you. <laughs> this is my got noble two box. Tickets to the noble box. It's six three though. Get ready to ninety six. One of these snacks I can have them brought to my noble box. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, and then Banfield was planning to basically walk up and just sign up to fight. Um, just it go seems like the easiest path of least yeah. resistance, you know. Hello, I would like to you be know, a fighter in this the event. resistance. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. So we... Because we're part oh, of the resistance. 
And the other major thing that happened in that episode is that Spritey McSteamface was killed um, at your hand, or by the ambush that you arranged. Mm. Um, but it wasn't so straightforward. It wasn't just a, an annoying little sprite. It was actually a demon of Zinth, the god of lies, um, who, upon um, Spritey being killed, was released into the world. So, welcome to the world, Namakak. Yep. That might come up later. Did we know? Will. Did we know he was Zinth last episode? Yeah, Hadet did say he's a demon of Zinth, but no, I, don't I think, missed it. Sorry, I don't think Hadet said that specifically that Zinth is a god of lies. He might yeah. have just it an intentional reference to the incantation uh, of uh, Raven from Teen Titans. No, no, it uh, is not. Azeroth Metreon Zinthos. Nope, it's uh, once again welcome not to as a much deep cut. I'm not as much of a nerd as you. Nah, um, she always just gave me real weird boners. Um, you, know, <laughs> you know, like the childhood ones where you're like, I'm into this, but I'm, I'm not perceiving it sexually at the same time as I know I'm going to look back on this and probably bash one out. It's like the first time you see someone 96ing. It's yeah, the same. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What is that? Two cockroaches die? No. <laughs> Anybody listening that, to this sure would why. be like, that's that's <laughs> got to be a second episode. Like... They have got to have already been drinking. No, no, I just want to correct you guys. We've just come home from work, and this is what we do. <laughs> My parents. Yoda. <laughs> Yoda. Um, yeah, so the rest of that day is just spent sorting out your disguises. And since you're taking a long time to do that, um, I would say that you successfully disguise yourselves without any dice rolls. Um, Clarification. And- no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just really quickly, no. Hodge also needed to be costumed and disguised. And I would have... Disguise him as a bird. I would have <laughs> requested that, like, a dog groomer come in and make him look somewhat like a poodle so I could claim him as a, like, noble dog. Right, so he's going to come also to the noble, noble dog is a position. Yeah. Because he um, looks sort of puffy like a poodle. <laughs> okay, do you think, and I'll leave this up to you guys because, you know, you can tell the story how you want. Do you think that with your two Noble Box tickets, you could take your Wolf Hodge and your friend from the Necro slash Podicon? Are you really going to tell me that they, the Nobles don't just demand their pets to come with them? Hodge is a wolf. He's probably bigger than you. But he looks like a poodle. <laughs> a mega poodle. Yeah. Um, I would no, say total total DM. Um, came with them. They wouldn't need a seat. Um, and people yeah. bring their dogs. Um, could he be disguised as a smaller dog? Mm, that's not really how it works. They generally stay the same know. size. It's more Is about there appearance. A scenario that we can concoct. Um, <laughs> I'll just be like, it's fine. He can sit on my lap. <laughs> Put a suit on him. Say he's your hairy half special son. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, actually, you know, that's a callback. You know where you could get a suit for Hodge? Yes, I do. Job work. But job do we have time for that? Job work. <laughs> You'll have time for interaction with Jobler, who does not have time for Jobler. Jobler, <laughs> next time, he is urgent salesperson. There are always time for Jobler. I just realized that that in all of the discussion I didn't really think about how I was getting Hodge in so I was just like I was thinking about that today and I was like I could just dress him up as a poodle 
or you could leave them outside in, you know, in case things get real yeah. elsewhere. Mm-hmm. If imagine him rolling in with about three hundred mouse knights aboard him, <laughs> just coming in like an armored armadillo. That is true. You know what? Nope, that's true. I'm gonna. I will have cast speak with animals, and I will have told Hodge to find the mice and make himself useful. Okay. Did you ritual it, or did you use one of your spells? No, spots? I would have. I would have ritual it. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So he's under instruction to um, yeah go help the mice. Banfors. Yeah. M- mouse knights. Yeah. Um, mouse deal with. No, no help. Work, work I said with. help. Yeah. I was going to say, um, I don't want to see Marcel Law have to deal with it. Yeah, Whatever Mar- comes through those doors! <laughs> you um, know, but it's not a troll, it's a fuck, it's, it's a wolf. Brad, if you got my goddamn Lord of the Rings references, <laughs> I would be so much more effective in this podcast. <laughs> I'm currently playing to half the room, bro. Fate of Eyes and Movie Night! Night. We're going to tie him down and make him watch them all. Oh. Wait. Fate of Eisen movie weekend, because it's going to take a while. <laughs> Every New Year's, we back-to-back them, um, and it's the worst part of New Year's. You're back to six them. Yeah, we, 90s, we, we technically, we uh, 1969 them. 1969 them? Nine. It's the summer of 1969. <laughs> the summer of 96 is like Smash Mouth or something. 96P. Okay, great. This is really uh, good content. <laughs> this is great content, um, yeah. You know how last time we were like, and th- we'll start the next episode and we'll go straight to the killing grounds. Yeah, that hasn't happened. Um, <laughs> one thing I will say is um, that happens on this day, as well as um, Marley yeah. telling, as well as Marley telling Hodge to work with uh, Marcildor's army, um, <laughs> and you guys perfecting your costumes, um, you, uh, Banfor also receives word that Teeman has delivered the first shipment uh, for uh, lack of me having words available to my brain <laughs> of your new drug and the mm-hmm. poison tip has begun work distributing it amongst the vice district and um, surprisingly they've got a lot of sales in the noble district as well I'm unsurprised the intention is to sell mostly in the noble district um and, 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 you know, create a, a dependency there so that we can leverage that um, into, you know, uh, a general revolt. Yeah, okay. And uh, batch is the word I was looking for. Batch, not not shipment, because it's, no it's a batch. It's, and yeah, no ships bits. involved. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, I'm proud of you. Yay. And, okay, <laughs> fast forward. You remembered a five-letter word. Fast forward, it's the next day. You Yay. tell me what you do. What time does the killing ground, like, start? And what time? Um, yeah. Yeah. So you didn't know that to begin with because you didn't ask when you bought a ticket or anything. Um, cool. But you would have found out in the meantime, you would have asked someone, surely. Like, nobody nobody would have not asked. Um, and uh, they say uh, about noonish. Okay, cool. So Marley kind of waits until sort of like 11.30-ish to go to the gates because she's assuming that there's like a separate line for the nobles so she doesn't have to just like stand in a massive like commoner's line. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
So she's going there, like, half an hour early. She's, she's, she's got her, like, costume on and everything. And I'm assuming she's still weaponed and she's managed a way to hide that in her costume and stuff for the day. Okay. Tell us a little bit about your disguise. So, so yeah. So she's dressed as, like, basically she is copying her wealthy, um, Patreon from Cyrus, like the one that. Patron. Patron, patron, not Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> Hi, Patreon donor. Sub Patreon. Um, uh, no, she, but yeah, she's, she's like basically copying her patron from Cyrus, the one who basically brought her into the, the noble court. Yep. Yeah. And she's given herself a name of that family. So they were, they were like, like, Lady and Lord Filverell. 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 F I L V E R E L. Filverell. Okay. Not Melsildorf? <laughs> no, we're that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so basically she's just like trying to pass her off as like, like a, a, a daughter of Lord and Lady Filverell from Cyrus. Great. Okay, and with your deception skills, um, that'll be easy, because especially because you're disguised, so you've got advantage. There's basically no way you can not deceive people into thinking this. Yeah, and I was like, well, she's got good history with that family, so she'd be able to pass as them pretty easily if, you know? Yeah, did you go and talk to your little buddy at Necro slash Podicon? Yeah, so, so I would have gone to go see Paul at the Necropodicon and asked if I could borrow him. For the day, because I know how much he wanted to come, to, and I'm no. assuming he never bought his ticket with the five gold that I gave him. So, yeah, he actually did. I wrote um, a while ago that he did buy one. Um, Cute. But as soon as you come and offer noble box tickets, he like just looks at his ticket like it's a piece of garbage and just puts it on the counter at the at the bar and just leaves it for some lucky patron to pick up. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm looking for someone to help me, you know, and just carry some stuff or whatever and in return sit there and watch the you know fights at the killing grounds for me he, yeah he's like you know big eyes just yeah <laughs> oh, no box this is <laughs> wait till i tell my mum. Uh, i know i realized i never wrote down his name do i know his name you never even asked yeah cool so that'll be why i don't have it written down and i'm like all right son what's your name tyler Tyler. <laughs> Hi, Tyler. That name doesn't ring a bell at all. Uh, <laughs> uh, cool. All right, Tyler, let's go. It's about time. It's like getting on 11.30. Let's, let's, let's do this. Yeah. Oh, and, and right. by the way, my name is Kilvana Filverell, and I'd really appreciate if you could <laughs> remember that. <laughs> no worries, Filana Kilvanel. <laughs> yeah. We'll work on it. Just call me lady, maybe. Okay, any time that he is required to help you in deception, uh, you're uh -huh. going to get disadvantage because he's going to actively work against you. Fair, that's fine. He's not that, yeah. Um, cool, and so basically you you just work your way in. There is a separate line for nobles, so it doesn't take you long. Like there's, there's you know thousands upon thousands of people crowded around the main gate to get into the, the stadium proper. But you and a bunch of other finely dressed people have like your own entrance near that. That yeah. you just go, haha! I can basically just walk in because I have money. Yeah. Yeah. So Marley and um, Tyler and Hodge, 
go into the noble area and she uh, just give me a give me a deception roll in general just to see mm-hmm. a very uh, simplified version of how easily you get in okay so i rolled a nine plus an 11 so unnatural 20 okay yeah so you could have been better yeah absolutely um, <laughs> yeah so you fumbled a couple of lies like you got a couple of people like hesitating like Oh, I know the Filverell family and like and things like that. Hmm. And you'd be like, oh yeah, haha, yeah, of course. Hmm. And you got a couple of things from Tyler being like, yeah, she's Lady Calamel full of buff. <laughs> <laughs> and you had to like cover for him, be like, oh, he's he was kicked by a hog and things like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, you you make it in. You make Cut. it in. Banfall. Tell me about your journey. Um, Fanfall's journey takes him through uh, the Vice District, um, where he visits um, the apothecaries that Jareen has um, recommended him. Okay. Um, that knowing that they have good product, and I can expect some sort of discount, I'm sure. Um, and essentially goes through and purchases himself uh, several potions, uh, a few greater healing. Um, and some hill giant strength. Uh, because, okay. uh, fuck it, if you can kill a fire giant, then uh, you, you've you know. got the one of you've got the one of stone giant strength already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, I'll, I'll grab a couple. Um, <clears throat> why not? Um, okay. Off the top of my head, I think it's two hundred and fifty gold for a greater healing. Okay. But because because you found a recommended one, um, I'd say you can get like. Let's say five for a thousand gold. Um, cool, 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 cool. Uh, I'll do that. Um, additionally, what sort of uh, I'm, I'm looking for uh, strength and uh, well, essentially something to give me an edge in, in uh, either physical resistance or um, or strength. Yeah, I think well, fire def- giant strength is the best. Yeah, the stone giant strength one that you've already got is really good. Um, potion of giant strength. Uh, fire giant's the highest I've found. Yeah, I think it is. Oh no, cloud giant, twenty-seven. Oh, yeah. Cloud giant. I would say though. Um, oh, storm giant's even higher. Twenty-nine. Fuck me. Um, storm giants and cloud giants aren't known to exist. Yeah, yeah, that's it. it. Um little spoiler world building fact they do exist but they're not known to exist um, nice cute um but yeah so your options are hill giant frost stone or fire giant um i'll go fire giant strength please it seems correct for yep. who i am okay i'm not sure on an, i'm not sure on an official price for that but i'm gonna say that's such a valuable thing that i'll make it like 750 gold or more do you have any money left on you uh, yeah, I still have, I think, about five grand. Plus, um, if I stop by the gang house, there should be a little pile of coppers and golds there for me. Hmm. Um, True fact. Potion of, is it called a potion of oh, greater healing? How many of those did I get? Four? Five. Nice. Cool. Um, that's pretty much gonna be it um 
do, 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 do. What else is I going to do? Um, I've got... Oh, is um, uh, I'll also... So I'll swing by the gang house. Um, what's all going on there? Oh, there's one of your guys there. Right. Um, you get the impression that he's just been left behind to watch the place as everyone else is out working. Um, he fills you in to say that people are split into two groups or two task forces. One is like distributing and the oh he, he tells you they've increased numbers as well they've recruited like another dozen or so um and they're split into there's a distribution side of the gang um for your drug and there's also people um spreading uh resistance type stuff like basically putting um revolt in the minds of people so just going around talking to people about like how shit Arkvale is and like and also working. branding them against their will a few of them are doing that. Good, good, good. It's nice to know there's a few out there spreading the bad word. Yeah. Some um, of them are like, some of them consider it, and then they go, yeah. I'll just, I'll, I'll not and say I did. Banfor <laughs> uh, reminds him that I'm expecting, uh, that he's expecting uh, a full turnout um, in the uh, surroundings of the killing fields um, and to lay low until oh, yeah, they hear a kickoff. Yeah, of course, we, we got men you know from 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 the tip and from uh from Jareen's gloves and, and from all the gangs you know there's, there's gonna be a lot of people there and we all we're all fighting for the same thing we all want all right. uh, we want the black and gold gone all right, well, bear in mind that if i die and you're not there i'll be <laughs> waiting on the other side because i've mm-hmm. got deals see me and i'll be waiting there and you think i'm bad now Wait until I've got you for eternity, mate. Can you even die? Who knows? But you'll be the first to find out, eh? <laughs> what does that mean? Who knows? I want to say I'm looking forward to it, but I'm not really sure, to be honest. Me neither. All right, see you later. And Banffor punches him in the face. <laughs> Oof! Um, <laughs> uh, Banffor then heads off uh, to find an armourer. Okay. Uh, with all of the petty cash from the um, from the yep. from the gang house. Okay. Um, yeah, there wasn't actually as much lying around as you thought. Maybe some like are carrying it around on their person mm. in case they need it for incidentals and things like that. But also, be careful $100. if you wear too much armor, is they're going to screw with your costume? Um, I'm already wearing spiked um, armor. Oh yeah. Um, I'll roll to see if he recognised you. Because you are fully disguised. I oh, disguise kit. That's you. true. Um, actually, would you have? Would you have identified yourself straight away? Um, I would have. Shit, man. Completely forgot that I'm now a tiefling. Um, yeah. Therefore, um, affecting uh, a, a stage whisper prior to this says, "Oh, it's me, Therefore." Okay. Yeah. So that interaction. Just began with a with a, huh? What? I'm in yes. Oh, okay. Makes sense to me, I, I guess. Shut <laughs> up! Did I talk to you? And then you interact and punch him in the face. Um, okay, you go to an armorer. Um, yeah, there was a hundred gold sitting around in the head, in the um, poison tip headquarters. And I've probably got after buying all of those potions, not a huge amount. Uh, probably about 1500 total I'd say uh, is, that, is that about right? 
I honestly have not been keeping track of your money. Neither have I. Enough. Well, you had 17k in gems that you converted to gold, and then and then I gave five to old mate. Yeah. And then, oh yeah, so I'll still have probably about ten then. Yeah, you you've promised your- you promised him a whole load on delivery. That's true. Um, so Bamfor um, goes on by um, old mate and finishes off uh, their debt and orders the next shipment. Okay. Yep. I won't um, roleplay that. You just pay it off. Yep, pay it off, and then orders the next shipment, and, and is generally threatening, uh, and also gets him to test all of his potions, make sure they're all legit. Okay, so that that might take some time for him to test them without, you know, imbibing them himself. <coughs> um, Bamfor holds him down and forces him to take a drop of each. <laughs> okay, so you hold him down while he. I would not want to be Bamfor's friend, and I just realised that Mali is. <laughs> Um, I think Mali is Bamfor's only friend. Everybody else is just in his way. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, yeah, you hold Teeman down and you give him a drop of the fire giant strength. And each of the yeah. stone giant strength. And the stone giant strength. Yeah, and he just like hurls you off him. Nice, yeah, because he would, eh? Yeah. <laughs> he suddenly gains a whole lot of strength. Cool. Nice. Um, and but he's got it, it for the next hour. <laughs> it, but because he only had a drop, it wears off almost instantly. Um, and then Banfor gives him a drop of the greater healing potion. Okay. And his he, herpes is gone. Yeah. After you um, tell him what it is, he, he willingly takes it and he just goes, tastes like a healing potion to me. Good. Okie dokie. Um, I don't know why I checked, but I thought it was just, I'm just making sure. And then um, he dies. Banfor <laughs> um, then heads uh, towards the uh, nicer area, uh, towards the... Um, the industrial area and finds himself an armorer uh, that looks like he knows what he's doing. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, you find um, a like an armor smith that's got like a big sign above the door with like a picture of uh, like a full suit of armor and also like like a leather vest in the picture. So it's very obvious to Banfor that this is a place to buy protective coverings. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, Banfor enters. Ding-a-ling-a-ling! Uh- <laughs> Um, is that his name or? <laughs> yeah, it's a sprite. Hello, it's... my name is Dingalingaling. My name is Dingalingaling. Uh, uh, no, it's a it's a it's a tall, very uh, thin and like gentle seeming like elf man. Hello and welcome to my armory. Ah, uh, what ho, good fellow! How are you this fine day? I am wonderful. Thank you very much for asking. You, my my good tiefling friend, seem like you're preparing for some kind of uh, battle. Are you you attending the Killing Grounds, perchance? Uh, Why, yes, indeed, my my good and kind friend. Thank you very much for noticing the business about which I am about. (laughs) Um, While I am uh, attending the Killing Grounds, unfortunately, I shan't be sitting there. Wait. If uh, thou knowest what I mean. Is is Bamford um, sober right now? Because I'm real confused. Doing, he's doing a disguise voice. All right. Um, <laughs> and this is the first guy he's talked to, so he's just going to do his voice. Um, he, he as puts much up, as he, the the elf puts a like a hand to his chest and he says, oh, "But a well-spoken citizen such as yourself surely not competing in in the arena." 
Uh, why, why, my good sir, I, I, th I thank you for noticing, uh, the education to which the fates have, have, uh, seen to afford me. Um, well, yes, I, I, I will be involving myself in, in the bloody show. Uh, know that I take joy only, uh, from worship of, of his dark and, and, and unholy self, the god of death and his brother chaos. But, More's the point. I I require something to prefer that I do not meet said God. Uh sooner than I wish. Okay. Make your transaction. Um I'm gonna go ahead and say uh that Bamfor purchases himself the armor of gleaming spiked. Okay. It never gets dirty. Okay, so it's a magical item. But it's um it's just the armor of gleaming. But it's only armor class 14. All right, sorry. Um, smoldering armor, plate. Okay, yeah. Wisps plate. of harmless, odorless smoke rise while this armor is worn from a fucking so, seven-foot tiefling. Plate is like 18 AC. Yeah, so, I'm currently at eight, 18. Yeah. So it wouldn't actually... Oh, that plus your shield would give you 20. It's There's not... Oh, it's I'm 18 plus. It's 18 plus Dex plus two for your shield. So. Oh yeah, so 22. Yeah, because yeah, plate because plate armor is like one and a half grand. So. Yeah, it's a big investment. Mm. Um, the smoldering armor plate, please. What an excellent choice. We have one of those in your size. What oh. a coincidence. What a beautiful, beautiful coincidence. Um, I, sh I, shall, I shall take it. Um, and also, I shall take thy name, sir, for it has been a pleasure. My name is Montesam. What's your weight at now? Are we worrying about weight? I'm not um, worrying about encumbrance. Okay, because so, I was going to say, because he would be, like, suffering yeah. penalties right now. I've dropped a whole... I mean, like, I've got a whole bunch of stuff still in my inventory, like a spear, a warhammer, and all of that stuff. My assumption is that that's all left somewhere else, and I've just got well, walk-around stuff. Let's just say that we opened up Haydet's thing and we shoved everything that you don't need in there. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so because that, that way we still my, have it. That that would bring my carry weight to about a hundred pounds. Yeah. Hey, thanks um, for putting all that stuff in my noble box. Sorry, hate it. We don't have a bag of holding, so this is it. We should. Personally, we should probably get a bag of holding. <laughs> probably get a bag of holding, but that's all right. <laughs> I want a prison purse. We would have it, yeah. You have an infinite storage space. <laughs> but with one key that Marley holds on to. Yeah, there's a reason oh, for that. Oh, oh, <laughs> want another key. No, I hate it. No, 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 no. He will spend all of my money. No. I could I easily make it. No, no. Hate it. No, don't. Do not do that to me because I swear to God. You such a look. I was just thinking if I could open it up. No. Ways, right? mm -mm. If I could just open it He's so already it threatened down, to spend all of my money could, buying the entire vice district. No. Then I could make mud into there. 
you, you know? could already do that theoretically yeah but it's at a wrong angle isn't it i can i could obviously shift my hand and throw it in but anyway it's a long story for another day um, you could open it downwards and everything would fall out that's what i thought existence would fall out oh, it's fun and we could Mali, it over someone then molly is gonna withdraw all, all that fucking out. money and bank it in a bank <laughs> Um, okay, so you purchase your smoldering plate right. armor, and now what do you do? It's approaching uh, uh, game time. Uh, four begins uh, the long walk to the killing grounds. Uh, I assume people see that it's the time of the killing grounds, and that there's a large, heavily armed man walking towards the killing grounds. Uh, yeah. Um, I would assume that... Um, certain feral children and uh and, and uh and to begin with near dwells and then walking through the district certain people start following in a group scene and then john farlam's you're the voice begins to play <laughs> so you are like, the, you're the you're the violent because words got around make it clear that one so i'm getting the 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 visual in my head of just like you sweeping up people in your wake we're not like gonna you, live inside you land this we're not this gonna live exodus in fear of people towards from the vice district um the, the word whispering through the crowd that it is in fact banned for uh, and that something is afoot <laughs> and, oh, that, that'll, give you, that'll give you disadvantage <laughs> in trying to deceive uh only if the people that i try to deceive have heard of this crowd yeah. I'm now aware that I'm also the most terrifying motherfucker that's stepped in their district in a long time. Okay. And a, currently a seven-foot smoking devil. Okay. Um, as you approach um, the, uh, you enter the arena district and you, uh, you you approach the the outside of the killing grounds, you see the huge clusters of crowd, um, all trying to get into one big like stadium door. Um, you also see another, uh, like another door near that, where there's no one lined up. Bamford just a, um, like a... walks up behind um, a well-dressed, noblish man and kicks him in the back of the foot. And says, oh. "Oi, where do I? What the fuck do you think? Where do I go if I want to kill someone?" Well, I, I, please don't kill me. For Obviously starters. not, mate. Look at you. Any. Anywhere but around here. my ex on you. <laughs> he's a small human man. He's bo- He looks like the Monopoly guy, but he's like bald. Um, and he's just like, I'm just here to enjoy the festivities. Don't, don't mug me, please. Why would I, what do you, all right, look at this. And Banffor pulls out his purse and shows him how much money's in there. Mug you. Mate, I should be worried about you mugging me. All right. His eyes go full cartoon dollar signs. He's <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Anyway, oh, uh, my, my my apologies, uh, um, sir. No, no, uh, never, mate. Lord? Never, never. No, never once. Never once. Killed a couple. Killed a couple. Uh, I'm going to go inside the the arena now, mostly yeah, right. so I can be away from you. Yeah, no, fair enough too. I'd get away from me if I could too. Um, where do I go if I want to go in there, but I want to murder people in there, but make it legal? Uh, look for well, the legal I, murder door. I 
never heard of such a door, but uh, a guard, guard, any gestures for like a nearby guard to come over and yeah, come here, mate. Why? <clears throat> yeah, so it's it's a human guard in black and gold. He's just got a spear, and he stands to attention in, in front of the noble first. Says, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. <laughs> My lord, you need assistance. Ah, uh, yes, this fellow uh, wants to talk to you. I'm going, and he just leaves. <laughs> the noble uh, was like scarpers. Uh, Bamfor uh, turns to him. Uh, blocking the noonday sun as he uh, towers over him with horns resplendent um, and gently smoking um, and and just ask him uh, where's the fighter's door mate oh you you're one of the you're one of the prisoners what escape did you escape no I was just wondering if I could get involved you know have a bit of a scarper about maybe get some blood on the sand Oh, you one of the the warriors, the the volunteers. Yeah, could be said, could be said, could be said. What do you right. reckon? Can I have a go? Right, well, absolutely. I mean, it's all in the name of putting on a good show for the people, isn't it? Isn't it just? Isn't it just? And I like that you take a little bit of responsibility for the show, mate. It's great to see the initiative, eh? Well, it's good for the people. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going up. Did you hear there was some kind of clockwork? creature the other day yeah, yeah mate oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's walk and talk eh? and Banffor puts his arm uh, around the guy and starts walking with him letting him direct uh, direct him where they're going <laughs> I like it right okay so uh, well it's not a lot of not very often that we get just people you know just walking up and volunteering I mean no, usually no, mate, is... but you know you wake up of a morning and you just think oh what could I do today eggs benedict no I'll go do some legal murders you know you look like you're a bit of a fighter yourself, so I mean, I, I fancy your chances. Couple of scraps, couple of scraps, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, by um, the way, um, have you uh, have you heard of this champion fella? Oh yeah, I mean, we've all heard of the champion. We've all seen him fight dozens or maybe even hundreds of times. I can't count that high myself personally, but you know, oh, yeah. a lot, a lot of times he's killed so many people, so many beasts. So he's good then, is he? Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd hate to... Well, he's a champion, isn't he? Oh, oh, yeah, of course he is. Yeah. Any uh, any tricky knees you know of? Uh, a watery eye? Perhaps uh, perhaps, a, perhaps an elbow that's not quite pulling its weight? You can tell your old mate, eh? Well, even if I had the inside info, I don't really know if I could give it away. You know what I'm saying? For the name of, you know, name of the game. Yeah. yeah, right, but all right, figure this though, mate, figure this. Right, number one, imagine if there was a new champion, you know, what an upset that would be. How interested would people be in that? What a dynamic that would be. Number two, I'll give you a thousand gold. Number three, I won't gut you. <laughs> uh, roll persuasion. <laughs> Usually, 19. 19 persuasion. Right. Well, okay, well, don't. Don't tell anyone that you know this. I mean, All some right. people, some other people might know. I mean, because you know, people have done, people have seen it. But a few, few months ago, a uh, champion was uh, fighting one of them giant snakes. You know the giants, the, the giant snakes that you know. Yeah, they we find all know giant forest. snakes, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. And you know, uh, champion normally slays these things left and right. 
No problem. Swing at an axe, swing at a sword, dozen snakes gone from the world. One of them, what sneaks up on him, big bite on the left side, on his about his hip. Oh, bad hip, eh? Well, it happens to all of us on a cold morning, you know? Might be bad, might not, but I know he's been bitten by a snake there. Oh, well, I thank you very much for that, mate. Anyway, is this my door? Yeah, he's walked you around to like um, quite a bit around the arena, and it's uh, yeah. There's like a there's a door where there's another guard waiting, like just up ahead, and the guard's got like a clipboard. Nice. Um, for just go go talk to that fella, and he'll sort you out with with your event. So you're not you're not a criminal. You're just a volunteer. Uh, no, I mean, I mean, technically, I mean, I'm not exactly a nice person. I mean, uh, but I've never fallen afoul of, uh, of 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 the lovely Arkvale Empire, you know. Um, but no, here of my own free will, mate. I mean, do you see any chains on me? No, you don't. Well, best of luck, my friend. Well, thank you very much, and thank you for forgetting that I was going to pay you a thousand gold. Anyway, see you, mate. Wait, oh, for, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, nice, well played. <clears throat> Um, yeah, the the other guy just says, um, look, look, he looks at you. He's uh, human as well, but he's like really bulky, like full like bouncer build, um, <clears throat> big scar closing his left eye, and he looks up at you with his good eye, and checks his, you know, look, looks at his um, clipboard as if it's got useful information on it. You wanted a fighters? Yeah, it could be, mate. Well, you uh, obviously not wanted a criminals, or you'd be. In you know coming in in uh, in cuffs. What, what, yeah, what's well, your name? What, what's huh? your name? What's your name? You're on this list. I'm not on that list. No. What you I just want to? Yeah. You thought you could just come up here and just sign up to fight in the killing grounds in the big event? Yeah. Why not? Oh, well, sounds good to me. There's actually no yeah, rules against that. Fair enough. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. Is like you know I mean, it's called the killing grounds. Why not? We all just go kill on the ground, you know. I, I mean, it's your funeral, isn't it? So you know. No, exactly, uh, exactly. That's my point. That's my point. What's, uh, what's your specialty? Uh, murder. What? <laughs> what? What you're good at? You you're quick. Murder. You're strong. You're not one of oh. the magic. You're not one of the magic folks, are you? No, I like to uh, to to rend and reeve. Uh, I like to tear a living form limb from limb uh, and and, uh, and rearrange. The general anatomy of any living creature what crosses my path on the wrong day. Well, this I gotta see. That's the kind of killing I like. Isn't it just? Isn't it just me too? I quite like watching myself <clears> at work. Often I'll set up a mirror right before I murder a whole bunch of people. Oh, so you've done this before? That's oh, good, mate. Good, mate. Get on in there. They're gonna oh, start. So get on in. But see, you later. thanks for not asking my name. Thanks very much. And walks on through. You hear so far, as, unattended minor. <laughs> as you walk past, you hear muttering, "Oh, that's a that's a tall tiefling. I didn't think they got that tall." <laughs> that's about as big as they get. <clears throat> um, cool. You in yeah, Banfor. You enter. Um, like you go down some stairs and you go into what kind of looks like a holding cell type of area. Um, slash locker room like there's lots of benches lots of like little cubicle rooms and things like that it's very dark it's like the motif is sort of dirt on the ground um, and like brown walls and things like that Um, and you see lots of like guards and things milling about and a handful of like very strong looking people Ben 4 sort of makes himself at home in a corner uh, leans up against the wall 
tilts his head back and closes his eyes, giving every evidence of being asleep. Okay. Uh, roll deception. Or performance. Roll performance to see how well you act being asleep. <clears throat> Fifteen. Okay. Yeah. People, you hear people like muttering sort of nearby like who's that tiefling guy is he is that guy sleeping that's <laughs> we're just about to fight for our lives is is, is he serious um and Marley you and Hodge and Tyler you um enter past that same door where Banfor or where we just played Banfor but you did it before him and you were led through some like really nice like red carpeted plush hallways that sort of lead up a few stairways and then a long flat and then up stairways, a long flat. This is very not wheelchair accessible in the slightest. <laughs> um, but you, you're certainly going up and up and up a lot. And then, um, yeah, and, and as you go, the, the, the decor gets like more and more rich and more and more like in your face. Like this is where the money is. And there's like big golden vases and, 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 um, it's just gold everywhere. Um, gold with red carpet and sometimes like dark navy blue walls, sometimes white. And you see, you know, guards walking up and down the halls, but they just like salute as, salute you as you walk past. They're like, this I is don't a wealthy look. person. Yeah, I don't oh, even. This look. is a wealthy I don't, person. I like them. Yeah, I don't acknowledge their existence because that's what Cyrus used to do. Yeah. Um, and behind you the whole time, Tyler's just like, "Whoa, how much do you think that costs? <gasps> how much do you think that costs? <gasps> oh, that must cost a lot." <laughs> I look at Hodge. Hodge looks at me. We just take a minute, and then we look, <laughs> keep walking. <laughs> Yeah, um, you spy up ahead an area where there's lots of nobles um, all milling about with, like, champagne and stuff. Um, obviously, you know, it's typical pre-event things. Mm. Um, and there's a bar where there's champagne and things like that and a very well-dressed waiter doling out drinks. Um, and there's an announcement saying, um, The noble box will be ready shortly. Have your tickets ready at the door. Great. Excellent. I walk straight up to the bartender. Okay. And I'm looking for, oh, I just asked for a, a glass of uh, bubbles for me and a bowl of bubbles for my hound. <laughs> <laughs> my hound. Um, and then I'm like, the boy yeah. will have an orange juice. <laughs> it, yeah, it's a human woman. Um, and she is, yeah. Very cliche cleaning glasses. <laughs> <laughs> of course she is. B- busying, busying herself. She says, oh, yeah, of, of course. Uh, bubbles and a bowl of bubbles for the hound. Hmm, what a what a spoiled, spoiled animal you've got, but far be it from me to judge. Uh, and juice for the boy, was it? The boy. And she looks at Tyler and says, oh, does the boy not have a name? Is he one of those boys? And she just arches her eyebrow and is like, you did to ask me questions. Roll intimidation. Oh, that's a 16 plus 8. <laughs> so 24. Yeah, she, she, yeah, sees your your death stare. <laughs> She's like, oh, uh, no, I, I forget myself. My apologies. Um, 
new drinks coming right up. Haha. <laughs> so, so, sorry, sorry, my lady. Yeah, I turn around to Tyler and I wink at Tyler and then turn around back and continue staring at her until I get them. <laughs> yeah. When you turn to look at him, he's like running his finger along just like the surface of the bar and it's like gold rimmed and he's just like mouthing. Yeah. How much does this cost? <laughs> <laughs> Then, yeah, and all so all the nobles who are sort of gathered around and near you are all just, like, pre-event chatting, and it's just this low rumble of talking. Like, no one's raising their voice, no one's, like, making a scene. Everyone's just sort of gossiping about what, what they think's going to happen, why this is such a special event, who, you know, what kind of bets they're going to be placing. And, and, and you get the impression from overhearing what they're saying that betting is a huge part of this. Like, And you, you, you figure a lot of money is going to change hands today. Hmm. Okay. Cool. Good to know. Um, can I roll like a memory or history or something check to see if I recognize any of the, like, I don't know if the Lords or ladies are wearing like a crest or or their colors or whatever from back when I was in Cyrus. Like maybe people came visiting. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Roll a, roll a history check. That's good. Oh, that's that's not though. That's just an eleven plus three, so fourteen. Okay. Um. Yeah. You don't see anything that you recognise personally. Um. But you you do notice. You know. Or that that's obviously the you know a symbol of of Skirik, the kingdom of former kingdom of mm. Skirik, and and that's you know. Kebabs. that's the former kingdom of of east meadow and things like that but you don't notice like oh i know that house or anything yeah 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 okay cool but you you see enough to notice this is a very international crowd this is not just nobles who who permanently live in this city yeah cool cool i um i give a nod to the um the noble house of skerrick uh i just sort of give a nod and and then sort of, you know, like go like I'm walking past them to see out a window or off a balcony or whatever, like whatever is kind yeah. of there. I'd, yeah, I'd say there are external windows going to the outside, like so you could see the city. You couldn't yeah. see into the killing grounds. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, and you just see the city from, you know, six stories up, maybe, this is. I say a quick prayer to Fraylin. How does that prayer go? Uh, I say listeners of the podcast don't actually know much about Freylin. That's been a lot. That's been Freylin's been a huge focus of one of our other games. Um, Freylin is the god of dreams and fate, and a lot of people think luck. Yes, and it's fate and luck. I'm kind of concentrating on right now, as I say, "Oh, Freylin, butterfly queen, uh, bless our endeavors here today. Uh, A lot rests on." what we need to achieve and us living through it this is risky a roll of the die and my goodness we need your help uh thank you Freylin. butterflies in purple forever <laughs> <laughs> hashtag butterfly totes um <clears throat> cool so that um uh, as soon as you get done with your prayer there is the the voice again the announcer the noble box is open please present your tickets enter and take your seats the general will be arriving shortly cool okay 
Yeah, and they all like snap to attention, like, oh, what? Oh, what's happening? It's she, starting. Oh, yes. She it's lines up. She wants to sort of make sure she's kind of in the middle, like not at the front to eager, not at the back, but just kind of milling around in the middle of the queue somewhere. Yep. Okay. Yeah, you do that. And one by one, the queue, you know, that gets checked their tickets and then they just enter and then checked and enter, checked and enter. When it's your turn, they see the two tickets, they see the two people. And then the the person checking just looks down at Hodge. What a lucky beast you have to to be attending such a fine event alongside you. But welcome. Welcome to the Killing Grounds. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, it's been a long time since Cyrus has visited these grounds. <laughs> uh, roll deception on that one. In case it hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a 17. That's a nice roll. Plus my 11. So, yeah. 28. Yeah. <laughs> 28. He's like, so you are quite right. It has been a long time since we've seen the, the colors of Cyrus. So, uh, welcome, my, my, uh, Lady Filverell. <laughs> and she Filverell. supplies it. She supplies it. Yeah. He, he asks, he like holds his hand out, gesturing for you to like give him the hand to kiss, sort of thing. Yep. And I do. Okay. And yeah, he kisses your hand and then sort of steps back for you to continue walking in. And um, as he kisses my hand, I've like, like put a gold into it. And so I sort of put a gold into his hand and close my hand over it and sort of pat it a couple of times and then go in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just to be like, it's like a little tip for you. There you go. That was nice. (laughs) Smooth. Yeah. As you look back and you notice he slips it into his pocket without any ceremony, like, like a trained thief, just slip. Yeah. <laughs> Slide of hand. Um, cool. Yeah. It's a very, it's, it's same, uh, the same decor in this box as it was in like all the hallways. So very richly appointed mm-hmm. red carpets, blue walls, um, gold and white colorings of things everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, there are roughly about 80 seats and they are all on a balcony overlooking what you, you know, get to look over and see a huge arena. And in this arena, there are very clearly marked zones. Um, there is like a zone that looks sort of like mountains, almost like short mountains of, a, you know, a hundred feet high at most. So just like very steep, rocky points. There's, um, like a thin forest. There's a very thick forest. There's what looks like a very, like a huge portion where it's just sand. Mm hmm. Um, there's a lake with rock, like with sharp rocks sticking up out of it. And there's also like uh, a few areas where there's sort of really tall, thick grass. So this isn't just, you know, like a stadium. This is a full like area of different terrains. Okay. Marley's jaw kind of drops a little bit before she can help it. You know, she's like, holy crap. And she sort of rushes down towards the, the, the front, you know, so I assume there's like an aisle or whatever that, like you can walk down. Yeah. 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 So the seats are sort of, there's aisles on either side of these noble box seats. And there's also an aisle through the middle. Yeah. Cool. So she rushes down the aisle just to sort of hang over the balcony a little bit, just to have a look. Like she's hasn't even started looking for her seats yet. And she's like, she looks down to see how like far down it is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like six stories down to the ground. Yeah. So, so the thought occurs to her, that a simple jumping over a balcony and jumping in to help Banffor is not going to be as easy as she thought it was going to be. So yeah. 
she's now like, yeah. well, shit. <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> Inside her head. Look, yeah, you look over to the right, and there's a similar balcony, but a lot smaller. Yes. Okay. And it's not it's not that far away from yours. It's, you know, like a 10-foot gap between your balcony and their balcony. Yeah, okay. Um, and, yeah, below you, um, you can see as the masses of Stonemore are filing in and filling the seats. It's almost completely full already. Um, there's just a few people who are sort of going back and forward to their seats. Um, one thing that um, you find remarkable is, <laughs> above everything else so far, is there's a huge, like, bubble in the sky directly above the centre of the Killing Grounds. It's okay. just It just looks like a shimmering, like, yes, like, sphere of where the light is a bit different. Okay. She files it, like, questions it, but doesn't really have any answers, yeah. I assume, and yeah, just Tyler kind of... steps up. Tyler steps up beside you and points at it, and he says, Whoa, it's so much bigger from all the way up here. What? What is... What is that, Tyler? They... So, I mean... Look down, and you, yeah, you look down at the arena, and for the sheer size of it and where you are, you couldn't, you can't really see fine details. Yeah. Of like a person would be like an ant, you know, you wouldn't really see it. Yeah. It says they use that to make the people down there bigger, so you can see it. Oh. They have like some wizard who just sits there for the whole fight, like making that show us what's down there. Oh, that's very clever. That's like the reverse of the the watch. And she's trying really deliberately to use the word watch. And she's still got it upside down on her wrist. Um, that's very cool. How do you um, know cool. so much, Tyler? Have you seen many of these before? Or I thought you said you hadn't been. I, I've, I've heard people talk about it. And they, I mean, but people I know have only ever sat down the bottom. And they said, you know, it's big. But, I mean, being up here, it's it's big. <laughs> well, I guess it would have to be. Look at the state of this. How on earth am I going to... And she just manages to stop the rest of that sentence before it escapes. <laughs> and then she falls off and dies. <laughs> <clears throat> um, and she looks the... over at the other balcony. Has it got any people on it yet? Not yet, no. Okay, cool. Uh, so, Oliver, you are pretending to sleep in this sort of, like, locker room holding uh, cell prep area out of, out of a half cracked eye uh Bamfor starts looking for the door out to the arena okay um you notice that i mean you can't see the door but there is like a definite direction that like the guards who are moving with purpose are like going to and from mm. so you're like you see the way that you came in and you see the way that they are going and you're like well that you know people are heading in that direction um, is there like an officious looking prick somewhere? I've got a list here of the people you will see. So as well as all the guards, there are oh, so there are ten people besides you. Wait, is that right? Hang on. I made lists upon lists, so I'm just getting them mixed up. No, that's not right. You can make up. Make up who's around there that you see. Um, so if you want there to be a really vicious looking person, 
Absolutely. No, they all look like absolute cowards, Brad, obviously. No, they, they all look if like warriors. If it was warriors. a group of six-year-olds, I'd be very happy. Yeah, <laughs> they all look like warriors, but none of them look particularly, like, nasty. Like, they all look maybe, like, old, old oh, chunks. I'm, I'm looking for an officious, officious. Oh, officious. Like somebody who looks like they're, run, they're running the joint or knows what's going on. Yeah, at okay. this point, all I know is it's called the Killing Fields, and now I'm in this room. Yeah, so there's... Um, yeah. There's a there's a very stout dwarven woman in full armor that a lot of people are sort of like talking to, and she's very jovial, um, and you know, but she seems to be like the epicenter of the warriors. Uh, Benfor wanders over uh, to their group, um, pretty nonchalantly, um, and just says, "Hello." Oh, he's awake. Welcome back oh. to the waking world. Um, yeah, thank you. Hello. Hi. Sorry. Bit of a long night last night. Um, and, and, you know, how it is. Uh, you got to catch up on your on, on your Z's somehow. I've never seen you fighting in the arena before. You're new in the city. I am indeed. I am indeed. A uh, recent transplant. Uh, I heard things are going well. A lot more stable under Arkvale here. So I thought, you know, I'll come check it out. Um, and I've always liked a bit of the old mayhem and murder. So I figured, you know, why not have a punt? Well, just between us uh, fighters, we've, we've we've actually heard a few different things about uh, the stability uh, in the last day or so. Uh, people are talking a bit about some kind of resistance. But... Yeah, Even well, hurts. these things come and go, don't they? It's the ebb and flow of people's personalities. I'm sure it's all just a bit of nothing. At the end of the day, without a figurehead or some sort of martyr or event to focus around, it's unlikely that many people will get behind any sort of resistance. Well, isn't that the truth? I mean, we're just here to entertain, so we, we needn't bother with such things. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And who would yeah. try to make a political statement out of something as pure as death? Yeah, she thrusts out a gauntlet, gauntleted hand. I'm it sorry. Says, uh, it's just too funny given <laughs> the political. It's just really nicely done. No, exactly. Thank this, you very much. This this dwarven woman thrusts thrusts out a gauntleted hand to, for you to shake and says, "How rude of me! I'm Kai dear love." Hello, and Bamford takes um, her hand. Uh, entirely with her, within his and gently shakes it. Okay. Um, she, she says, well, since you're new, I mean, do you need me to explain anyth- anything to you? Um, yeah, please. How does it work? Because, I mean, I'm just going to go out there at this point and start swinging. <laughs> well, that's one strategy. Uh, we haven't been fully briefed on what exactly is so special about today's event, but we, we know that uh, often there are uh, fights with uh, criminals getting Executed, they all fight until there's only one remaining. So it's sort of a, you know, prove yourself worthy kind of thing. Um, and then Sorry, there's prove yourself worthy, like it's a spelling bee or something. Well, basically, earn your right to stay alive. I suppose among the criminals. Uh, but with uh, warriors such as myself and, and and our friends, and I suppose you uh, as as well. Uh, we, you know, we we often get pitted against uh, instead of against each other uh, against. Uh, beasts and, and wild creatures they, they find in the wilderness to basically put we're, we're sort of uh, putting on a spectacle for the crowd uh, most of the time we live uh, most of the time right so we don't fight all of each other here we're sort of more of a team dynamic well there's not really any kind of rule saying we shouldn't 
well, we can't fight each other, but we find our survival against the beasts typically re- relies on, on us working together. Oh, right. I mean, if, if, if it's a dick move, it's a dick move. And I'll, I'll you know, I'll, I'll attempt very much to, uh, to think. Oi, here, question. All right. Certainly, Lord. All right. Who, how do you win? Well, this is based on a point system. Uh, our right. event with, with, with the warriors, uh, with the criminals, they basically, you win if you're the only person alive at the end. But uh, the warriors, we, depending on what, what you kill and how you kill it, uh, and at the end they tally up, you know, which one of you was the winner. But most of the time, uh, none of us are the winner. Uh, really, the people who are betting on us, uh, they're the winners. All right, and can we bet on ourselves? Well, yeah, I suppose there's no rule against it. And you can't win if you're dead, surely? That's true. Well, if you died, you certainly didn't win. No, exactly. Fantastic. So, that's interesting. I'm not sure I like where your line of thought is going, Van Well, I mean, you're going to like it less with an axe in the head anyway. Uh, So, where does everybody get... So, do they lock the doors behind us, or are we just free to come and go as we we wish, really? Well... us warriors, we, we could probably come and go, uh, although I, I don't really uh, advise leaving in case you missed the call, because, I mean, as I said, I'm not really sure what the event is today. Uh, once it all kicks off, I mean, could I just could I leave? Oh, certainly, if you're still alive. Once we're in the arena... When does it end? How do you know when oh, it's done? When, when, you're, when you're in the arena, no, absolutely not. Uh, oh, you're, right. you're, yeah, you need to go and you, you begin, uh, our, our event begins when the bell tolls and it ends when the bell tolls again. When does, all right, so once all the killing's done, the bell rings and it's all done. Basically, yes. Once they're satisfied that there's there's enough points on the board. Very interesting. How many points is he worth? Any points uh, directly in the face of the guy next to him? Um, it's uh, a let's say it's a halfling, but he's bulk as shit. <laughs> he's rich. Yeah. Um, and she's like, oh, Jeremy. Um, I don't Good really. Jeremy, are you? Hey, ah, uh, you're not trying to kill me, are you? Ah, oh, not right now, mate. We're on the arena, are we? Fucking stupid question. Anyway, yeah. He leaves. He just walks away. It's like, oh, I've never uh, seen anyone deliberately kill. Uh, I'm not saying going to. I'm just saying if the mood strikes, you know, if you know, if there's a point in it. I, I don't know. Fifteen points, twenty points. I... That's not bad for a chap his size. Sorry, Jeremy. Sorry, Fuck mate. Fuck you. Hey, don't be like that, you little fucker. You, you big devil! Oh, you'll put you in oven, you little fucker. <laughs> oh, dear me. Um, you hear in the distance a loud trumpeting sound. The sound of a trumpet. <laughs> Which I'll insert in post, uh, but for the meantime... Um... That's good. Sound. And you know what? Fuck post-production. <laughs> fully, fully work all the way. Fuck production. Um, and uh, yeah, Marley, um, you notice that um, the royal or the the balcony next to you, people do start to file in. First, it's like a few heavily armored guards, um, and then you see like a, a man, a human man who is obviously like a very well tailored like military general, um, and standing next to him is a halfling woman in rags. She looks like 
horribly mistreated. I wave. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the end of the episode. (laughs) Just Marley hanging over a balcony going, hi! Hello, former queen who's been, like, violently deposed. I'm trying to get her attention, not like super happy waving, but sure, you know, like super happy waving will do for attention. <laughs> Hi, over here. <laughs> do you want to get out of here? <laughs> no, I Should just Should we wave. go somewhere? I'll just wave. Right, we're finally there. I first teased the Killing Grounds as being a thing at the end of chapter freaking one. Well, we're there now. Uh, Banfor is about to get into it with some beasties, and Marley has waved at the former queen like a big fucking nerd. Uh, Stay tuned for next time. It's about to kick off. And as I mentioned at the beginning, don't forget about our giveaway and to hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and all the socials at Fate of Ison, or email fateofison at gmail.com. Or you could always head to the Necropoticon Network Discord server where we hang out a lot because we have more friends on the internet than in real life. Ha <laughs> ha! Hashtag modern life is sad. Anyway, see you later, Fatergators! Hey, this is Paul. This is Beth. I'm Emily. And we're from On The Shoulder. Uh, The show you just listened to is part of the Necropodicon Network. That's Necropodicon. Necropodicon! (laughs) If you're looking for some uh, D&D adventures in a modern world with devils, davers, and... Dicks. Yeah, there sure are. Um, Detoise. And Find us on the Necropodicon Network. Uh, www.necropodicon.com. Smell you later. <laughs> <laughs>